Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> Serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Missouri, USA. Welcome aboard. Chuck, Martin, Coveted Hour, Five Night of the Fan, Midday Grind, Rock on the Board. Hoff is over here. we got a lot to get to. Kenny Wallace coming up at 12, a lot to get to. Hold on a second. There's huh? been a death, though. No. <laughs> Just kidding. You know what? We buried the lead yesterday with your guy, Luke Perry, because there's another show. So all of the obits and remembrances that I saw said, you remember him from 90210 and, of course, Riverdale. Like, what? He had a current show. We were focused on the other one. Isn't it on Channel 11? I think so. Popular. Wow. Apparently, it's based on the Archie comics. He's the dad, and it's very, very successful. So we forgot huh. to mention Riverdale because we're sort of obsessed with eight seconds. Well, and you're also old and just think about the old shows. Correct. So that's, yeah. and, you're not current. Yeah. And, but hold I, on a second. Martin's old <laughs> enough that he actually would have been in the wheelhouse for 90210 yeah. in college, I'm guessing. Yeah, I was never into 90210. I think it was just a little behind me. Like, Dave, how old is Dave Matter? Probably mid-40s, early 40s? Maybe early 40s? Probably, He yes. said that that was his show. That's fair. Growing up. So it was a little bit. It came along a little after me. I made a reference to that. The Cardinals lost 9-5. to five. And I said, oh, it's a Dolly Parton special. Uh, I did that earlier in the day. Did at you? both 5 and 6. Did you? I said, you copied Chuck. Dolly Parton at 6. And then I said, working nine to five at was five. That, was that yesterday? They lost the Tigers nine to five yesterday. I Anytime honestly, it's nine to five, you have to make that reference. But you're a little young for that. And I said it, and I felt like Mandy Murphy sort of groaned, but maybe it's because you had made the. She probably just thought I grabbed your scripts and said the exact same joke. Which you might have done. Did you Have you ever done that? Just grabbed Charlie's <sighs> scripts from earlier that day and just copied word for word what he said? The only time you would grab someone else's script, it would be like highlights like it'd be like ground ball scores a run third inning but you would still say it in your own voice well yeah but you i've never done verbatim bullet points yeah if you had a script i never read although i might have done your luther north girls verbatim last night at 11 20 i noticed that i didn't say anything did you but again it's bullet points you ad lib you improv you say it in your own voice all right can i tell you something yes and how this is housekeeping but last night 
So I did the 9, the 10, the 11, and you sort of go through them all, and each show is fresh and different, no show ever the same. You wanted it to be really unique, and so I write the T's at 9, no big deal, and I had just been loading the 11, so I was kind of looking at the 11, but I write the T's for the 9. So I'm walking out to the set, and I hear Mandy Murphy say, coming up, an historic run for a local basketball team, which is the Luther North Girls, just the second time ever making it to state. But as I'm walking out there, I went, oh, crap, that's not even in this show. <laughs> so at the end of the nine, double T's. I said, and don't forget about those girls from Luther North, just the second time ever. I said, we're going to get a little more into that coming up at 11. But how come, housekeeping, how come in TV? <laughs> I wish I'd said to Mandy, a little bit of housekeeping first. But look, that's like a thing. In TV, if we tease something. And don't get to it. Everybody's out of their mind as if, like, no one will ever watch Fox 2 again. In radio, we constantly, <laughs> on a daily basis, tease we're going to get to something, and then we totally forget, and nobody cares. Like the text line. No, I'm going to bring it up right now, now that you say that. 855-282-8255. It is true when we say it. Hey, a little bit later, we're going to tell you about Paul Goldschmidt and why he'll win the MVP. And then, like, two days later, we'll be like, did we ever talk about Goldsmith? No, didn't. Real quick people nuggets, are, though. People are still in their cars waiting to get out. On Lutheran North, girls headed to state, second time in school history for the girls. Their star player, one of their star players, Maddie Buford, the sister, not twins, but sister of Jack Buford, the very good offensive lineman who is headed to Mizzou as a freshman next year. And there's also Big Buford, which was a burger at Rally's. I want to say. Yeah. Rally's always right. had the double drive-in. Yeah. Where the passenger could pay, which I kind of like. Good fries. No, but you're the passenger a lot of the time. That's true. Hey, Ma, can we go to Rally's real quick? Go, go to the drive-in side where the driver's got to pay. Don't, I don't want to. I'm not paying for your lunch. Hey, Ma, you got five bucks for my allowance? I do remember a week or two ago, Frank and I were talking Pakota projections for this year. And he asked the previous year... Uh, if they were wrong on any team, and now it just occurred to me we never got back to that. <laughs> I had a news director who would always say, sports could do it in less time. You can do it in less time. You can, you can cut your sports down a little bit. Get to it quicker. And he came back on the night SLU was beating Cincinnati, and Cincinnati was number one in the country. And this is in the middle of the February rating, so all of a sudden our show, which was like is three minutes. Kenyon Martin broke his leg, or is that a different game? I think that was at the tournament. Okay. Maybe they're beating Louisville. I, it doesn't matter. Maybe, it, was, it was Joel Goldberg. Maybe Joel was angry in that night. Show. Maybe it was in Madison. But he comes back there, and he's watching the game with us. The game's in. He's like, wow, this is really exciting. You know, is that your lead story? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, all right, what else we got tonight? And he's like, oh, you got to. I said, it's getting 30 seconds. And he's like, oh, that's not enough. You know, I said, your your news producer just cut my show down. And I said, I don't have enough time because I got to do blues. I got to do Billikens. Oh, well, how about. You get a lot of stuff cut during the week? I said, yes. He said, what if on Friday nights you just kind of recapped all the stuff you didn't get to earlier in the week? <laughs> and I said, that's a horrible idea. You're going to empty the recycling yes. bin on Friday? Yes. So, so on Friday nights, I'm like, all right, this was supposed to run Tuesday at 5. Here's something that didn't quite make the cut Wednesday at 9. I'm like, you can't do that. Yeah, the Blues played last night, but uh, we didn't air their highlights on Tuesday night. So Correct. Uh, here's the game from before the game, and this is what happened. Oh, I a- actually agree with this gentleman. Oh, boy. And I'll tell you why. Contract year? Contract year. You're off on Friday. No, I have a full year. First of all, we have so <laughs> many shows at Fox 2. If we and cut they're all opportunities they're that we all appreciate. Great. We have different camera angles, different camera shots to make them look new and fresh. Okay. And my point is if you have to drop something, you could almost always use it the next show. 
and you should drop something that is more evergreen and not time sensitive. So if you if you drop a little feature on a Tuesday, you can still air it on a Friday as opposed to dropping, let's say, tonight's Cardinals pitching matchup, which has no value on Friday. Next topic. Correct. Fair enough. Uh, Chuck's just back from holding the Blues accountable for all this downtime. They're headed to California. You've got the Ducks on Wednesday, Kings on Thursday, and then the Sharks coming up a uh, three-game California trip. Chuck, any uh, exciting news from the rink? What would you say the most interesting thing you heard today? The most interesting thing, you always ask that question. We kind of knew this was coming because Craig Bruby yesterday basically said David Perron up in the air to make the trip, and he said... Braden Shen expected to make the trip. Both those guys on the ice again. Braden Shen will make the trip. David Perron will not make the trip. So most of the discussion today after practice, just about getting Shenner back. Hopefully that will get this line going because really the Blues slide has kind of coincided. Now I know they weren't going to keep the stretch of 12 straight going anyway, but it really has coincided with Shen being out when they've dipped here in the last couple weeks. Shenner. I think he's missed Shenner. six games. They're, what, 3-2-1, and one, maybe over that six-game stretch. So the Blues hitting the road. we got the Valley Tournament coming to town. Fun to talk to Porter Mosier in the 11 o'clock hour. Great fun with the Valley. The Bradley Braves will be in town. Are you going to the games? I noticed you're off TV. More housekeeping. You're off TV Thursday. Is that for Bradley purposes? No. Bradley, of Doesn't course, play till Friday. not in the Thursday game anymore. However, for about although you five take that years, year off or that day off every year just in case. No, actually, a lot of times, not to complain, you I said try. Take that year off pretty casually before correcting me. I've taken year. years off for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Twenty fourteen, you really, really coasted. That's fair. Yeah. Um, what was the question? Yeah. So uh, sometimes we take days off. We don't really get days off because arts madness, high school basketball. I would like that day off if I have to work. It's fine. Oh, so you're saying you may be willing well, to come in. Well, I wanted last Friday off. I didn't take it off, okay? Okay. Just the work environment here. you got to yeah. leave the area then. Like, I took last Friday off when I was gone. Being you gotta, out of you town. you got to be out of St. Louis. That's, that's a pure day off. Uh, the XFL continuing to fill the slots. We've advocated for Jim Hazlitt. I would, I would be fine with Jeff Fisher just for entertainment purposes. I think most fans would be furious about that. I don't think that's happening. He was supposedly in the mix for one of the XFL jobs, but Dallas, where there's eight teams, Dallas was Bob Stoops. That was the big splash. Like, that's a big name. Pep Hamilton got the D.C. job. Jim Zorn in Seattle. Mark Tressman, remember the old Bears oh, coach? Oh, God, why? Who was one of the worst Bears coaches ever? But he's been around the league forever. So my point is in St. Louis, where I kept hearing that name, Jonathan Hayes, who I don't know a whole lot about other than he was on the Marvin Lewis staff for all those years. I'm not sure if that's still the guy, but that's what I was told. In terms of needle movement, Bob Stoops, Jim Zorn, Zorn in Seattle, of course, bigger name than anywhere else. Pep Hamilton, Mark Tressman. Tressman was a great coach because he was an example of a team trying way too hard to, to do something new. You mean when they hired him? Yeah. Like, let's let's hire Montreal. the guy from Canada to, to, to reinvigorate an offense in Chicago. Hey, it's cold up there, so he'll probably be good here because it's cold here. You think I was part of the hiring process? <laughs> that went into it, you're pretty sure? No. It seems like the NFL is such a copycat league uh-huh. that was kind of a a different and newer move. And because it didn't work, now we don't see it anymore. But if it would have worked, I guarantee you huh. the next two off seasons four or five different NFL teams would have hired a CFL coach. Just like right now, if you were ever the mailman for Sean McVay, 
you could get at least a position coach job in the NFL. If you just if you know Sean McVay or you I bumped, caddied with him one correct. summer, it's like all right, QB coach. If you bumped did shoulders. You, did you get it under the wire though before the Super Bowl? Some of that shine came off. A little bit. No, you're right. That's fair. No, the Packers are like, oh boy. Oh boy, this McVeigh not looking too good on the big stage. Who'd we hire again? Lafleur? What'd he do out there? Watch did did he call the place for the Rams that year? They were like, no. Okay. And we oh, went to the Titans. Well, nobody wanted to play the Titans last year. I do think that probably is taking place. Tressman, when he gets hired, he'd been in the NFL for a long time before the Canada deal. But imagine you're one of those coaches in Canada, like the Rough Riders. They're a bunch of blue bombers and Rough Riders. And Tressman flames out with the Bears, and you're a really good CFL coach. You're like, damn it. They're never going to call me now. So the point is, when St. Louis announces theirs, probably, I would think, in the next week or so, I don't think it's going to be a needle mover. I think that's the direction we're trending in, which is too bad because the players are not going to be known commodities. You were hoping at least the coach GM would be somebody you've heard of. It's an eight-team league with 10 games. I agree with you. And remember, a couple months back, we have Isaac Bruce on talking about the Hall of Fame, where we all thought he would make it. Of course, he didn't. But at the end, I asked him, would you be interested in coaching for the XFL? And he said yes. And I believe he said he wasn't going to call them, but joked around, have their people call my people. Definitely interested. Obviously, the call has not been made. My question to you is, do you think Isaac Bruce, who was a great NFL football player, could he transition from that to being a head coach of a professional football league. I think anybody would say position coach, absolutely. Maybe even OC. I understand the XFL is not the NFL, but obviously when you look at their hires, they're hiring guys with former head coaching experience, whether it's the NFL, college, CFL, and all that. Isaac Bruce, great player, doesn't have that type of coaching experience. Right. Jim Zorn did it with the Redskins, I guess, for a little while, maybe interim, but Bob Stoops, obviously head coach. Mark Tressman's been a head coach, been in the league. That could be it, but I don't know. Maybe we're overthinking it. It's not the NFL, and they, they do overthink it in the NFL. It's the XFL. I think he could probably design the plays for the offensive coordinator, probably get up, run some meetings. I think he could do it. It's probably a concern that the league would have, but I'd also be concerned if you only sell 4,000 tickets. That's what I was just going to say. It's about the buzz. It's Absolutely. good for business. And Dallas. Even if he's a disaster as a coach, you'll still sell more tickets and, because he's the coach. Even if your team sucks, you'd still sell more tickets. We love him. Great with the media. People would go there to see Isaac Bruce coach, get some autographs and all that. That's why when Stoops was announced, you're like, man, that's some sizzle. And clearly they did that by design because that was the sizzle. With all due respect to the Pep Hamiltons and the Mark Trestons of the world, wow. very solid coaches. Nice resumes. Is anybody going to go to an XFL game to see Jim Zorn coach or to see Pep Hamilton coach? I think people would go to see Bob Stoops leading that program. I think, I think Zorn, people Zorn, would go, in, Zorn in Seattle is maybe, I'm not saying they're going because of him, but it gives it a little different juice up there. There's some name recognition. Yes. But I don't feel like people are going to carve out a, a Tuesday night whenever these games are played to see Jim Zorn coach. I think Isaac Bruce has some real brand and name recognition in St. Louis. People right. would go to see those events. Now, it's not going to happen, but I think it would be kind of fun. Unfortunately, I don't think it's happening. I did learn from Isaac last week there's a deal now called Cameo. Have you heard this? And you get paid, I'm sure it's in the celebrity world or former athlete world, and he got an alert while we're standing there at Gateway STEM 
and his assistant Tiffany is there, and he said, "Oh, got another cameo order," and it's basically a hundred bucks, and you can order or request a birthday shout out. Uh, it's somebody's you know promotion at work, and you have him record like oh. a thirty second deal, and this is a this is something that's going on now, and you just go online and tell me about this because this is. And I'm sure for some, it's more than 100 bucks. Oh, it's yeah, gonna... it varies. Um, the most expensive I'm seeing here is Caitlyn Jenner. It's $1,000. Would um, you pay $1,000 for Bruce Caitlyn to do a shout-out? Or there's Kevin O'Leary, who is known as Mr. Wonderful on the, on the television program Shark Tank. He's $999. Billy Zane from Titanic is 500 500 bucks. That sounds a little high. Get you, uh, I'm not sure what What's Brett Favre? Uh, Brett Favre is five hundred. Brian Urlacher is five forty. In, in Wesley the, Snipes, who truly could use the money, probably for tax reasons, uh, five hundred dollars. In the state of Wisconsin, how many people over the next year would pay five hundred dollars to have Brett Favre record something on their phone? Thousands of people, I would think. It's actually really brilliant. It's funny because about a year ago, had a a cousin of Kim's who had been through some cancer treatment, who was a huge football fan. And I had Isaac record on his phone a little shout-out. So I mentioned that last week, and he said, yeah, you got in before the deadline. <laughs> got a free one. I didn't realize this was a deal, but it probably makes sense because you don't have to do it. Ones. Um, yeah, who's? Perez Hilton, $27.99. <laughs> Why even do it? <laughs> Tyler Lockett, Seattle Seahawks, 35 bucks. A Darren Ravel, $39. Uh, Rebecca Black. From well, then the... you're not allowed to say Darren Ravel's name, <laughs> by the true. way. You're blocked, blocked from on Twitter. Him. Uh, Rebecca Black, the musician from uh, the song Friday, $40. Never heard of her. Juan Pablo Montoya is 40 bucks. That's not bad, actually. I feel like that's a good value. Glenn <laughs> Rice. Get Kenny Wallace First of all, on here. First... none of this is a good value, but that's a great wow. point. Kenny, Kenny Wallace. Wallace would be Glenn a Glenn Rice, on $41. Here. Keith Folk, the uh, former closer, is also $40. Brooke Hogan is a lot of weird names. Brooke Hogan That's is That's a really 50. random list of people. Yes. John Sally, $50. Ozzie Gian, $50. I'm, I'm tempted to get a shout-out from Ozzie <laughs> Gian for $50. So what, what, yeah, what is your price point? Let's say Jess's favorite actress is Ashley Judd. Let's just say theoretically that Jess loved the television show Jackass and she really liked Bam sure. Margera. Okay. $65 for Bam. Would you no. buy it? <laughs> I would not buy any of these. They're all worthless. Are they videos that are s- served up? I think. Let's just, maybe she liked to watch MTV back in the day, and she loved Andy uh, Milanakis. Milanakis. Eh. That's um, seventy dollars. Let's say it's your mom, and it's Neil Diamond. You wouldn't pay whatever the price. Maybe not. Charlie's mom loves Pawn Stars and just thinks that Chumley is so funny. Uh, Sixty-five dollars for a shutout from Chumley. I don't think my mom would care. And I and I say that as a compliment that we don't For value, sure. no offense, stupid stuff. This is stupid. No, but it's a keepsake. Forever. Hey, what's up, Ma? It's Charlie Marlowe here in St. Louis. But you could get a Cardinal or Blue to do that for free. They should yeah, in but, the clubhouse. Yeah, but you know what? You know who doesn't play for the Cardinals or the Blues? Doctor Drew Pinsky. Ninety-eight dollars. Oh, from the uh, Love Line. Love Line. Now that and celebrity uh, yeah. rehab. Matt Hasselbeck is on here. Matt Barkley. Ninety-nine dollars. Matt Barkley. I think you need to rank like the biggest names. It's a, it's a rather. My un- God, Dave Foley from News Radio. Hundred dollars. 
Do I see Ed Asner? Ed Asner. How old is Ed Asner? Actually, you might want to do Ed Asner now. Oh. He might might pass soon. (laughs) Anyway, Isaac was standing there, and as we're talking, bloop. Bloop. Couple of requests come in. A lot Easy of the money. actors and actresses from The Office are on this. Brian uh, Baumgartner, who played Kevin, is one forty-five. D. Snyder, the actor who played Stanley, is pretty expensive. Um, Joe Mixon is two hundred dollars. Lance Bass is one ninety-nine. Hold on a second. Joe Somebody Mixon. wants the guy. Hold on a second. Somebody is willing to pay two hundred dollars to the guy who punched a woman in the face on camera. To then leave a voicemail. I'm not saying anyone is willing to do that. I'm just saying that's, that's the price. Listen, the city of Cincinnati is so desensitized to wanting autographs and things from terrible athletes. It's not surprising me Leslie at all. Leslie David Baker, who played Stanley on The Office, 300 bucks. Uh, Eddie George. Eddie George. 200. Here we go. How Here much? Go. I love Eddie $200, George. $200. Eddie George. We um, might buy it for you. Stormy Daniels is 250 Same, same with uh, Bethany Frankel from... Uh, New York, I believe. Katie, Katie Couric 200. is available. I think I'd pay for Larry King to do it. I Lamar Jackson is $350 for this some crazy. reason. Gary, B- Gary Busey. Gary Busey's $325. This is something I think Iggy could be the agent for some of these folks. I'm, Man, I got an Ann Margaret on here for 40 bucks. This is brilliant, though, because, look, there's a lot of people in this country that have so much money, they don't even know what to do with it. So... They're fine with throwing out 400 bucks to have Gary Busey drop him a voicemail. And if there's a market for it, I wish I would have thought of it. The four cheapest are Brandon Butler, who apparently is an actor, who apparently was in 13 Reasons Why. He's, these are all $25. Uh, Kristen Ledlow, NBA TV sports reporter. Hal Sparks, who is a comedian, $25. And Evan Breen, who is an Instagram comedian. Not quite sure what that is, but an Instagram comedian could give you a shout out for 25 bucks. What could you fetch, Chuck? If I put it out there, maybe ten bucks. Do a you throw? write the script for them then and tell them? No, about- I think they say, "Hey, it's my mom's birthday." I mean, I don't know. Maybe we can figure out how it works. Chuck, when's your I'm birthday? I'm fascinated. Chuck's birthday, birthday is-, is David Perron's birthday, Johnny Peralta's birthday, which is in May, May. 28th. Would I you- didn't remember the day. I just remember okay. those other. Trying to find a good cheap one to wish Chuck. Kirk Gibson <laughs> also May 28th. I mean, he's not on this. He's though, not so on there. I can't. I can't have. I probably get David out. Perron to do it for free. Although I think Tarasenko would be good on cameo. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone. He could do Happy, happy St. Birthday. Patty's Day. Happy birthday. Thank now, you for How support. much can we charge for that? To give a shout-out from Vladimir Tarasenko and do it in this Happy His Halloween, voice. everyone. We, we do it for him, so he doesn't have to. <laughs> hey, a great sponsor is Appliance Discounters. It's real simple. Stop by any of their six locations if you're in the market for a new appliance. You're going to get the biggest names at the lowest prices. Frigidaire, GE, Electrolux, Samsung, Bosch, dishwasher, you name it, they have it at the lowest prices. It's a St. Louis success story. And what a slogan. Our savings are your savings. It works that way because they have the warehouse in downtown St. Louis, so they buy things by the truckload and pass the savings on to you. TheAppliancedscounters.com or in person, St. Charles, Baldwin, South County, Webster Grove, City of St. Louis. They're also in Fairview Heights, Illinois. Again, great folks. Denise, her husband John, her brother Tony started this more than 10 years ago. One location, three employees, but folks like saving money and getting big-name appliances. It's a great combination. We appreciate Appliance Discounters being sponsors of this here program. And don't forget, Hot Shots, TMA Live, you may have heard, it is Thursday. Don't want to miss it, Martin. It's Thursday in O'Fallon, Illinois. And, Charlie, you told me the Hot Shots in Fenton last week was the Yankee Stadium. Correct. It's big. 
the one in O'Fallon they call the Fenway Pack. Fenway Pack. Illinois. O'Fallon, Illinois. So as we rank the hot shots, can we apply a ballpark to each one? That would be kind of fun. That's a great question. You know, is there a Bush Stadium of hot shots? Is there a Camden Yards of hot you shots? Know what, here's what you do. Because if you go to the any of the 11 area hot shots locations this month, you can enter for a chance to win opening day tickets. Brought to you by Budweiser. So our listeners can go. And then tying it in with the whole ballpark thing, they can let us know which ballpark best personifies which hot like shots. That. Padres Cardinals, Manny Machado, Paul Goldschmidt, some star power in that game. Hey, uh, Kilcorn, I'm out here at the uh, Hot Shots in uh, Baldwin I'm here. at the Rogers Center of Hot Shots. <laughs> Reminds me a whole hell of a lot of Petco, I'll tell you. I'm at the Great American Ballpark of Hot Shots. I like this. Okay. Let's start applying it to each Hot Shots located. Chuck, we had a lot to get to, which means we'll take a break. We're up against it. Great show, though. Up against the break. Great Roger content. Clemens, I disagree. Nope, I d- good show so no, far. No, I disagree. Well, not we a can good agree show. to disagree. You know what? For people, for a shout-out, if you give us like $2, we'll do a shout-out. Oh, I would definitely do it. 100%. I think you I could charge. Pay for it. I think you could charge 10 bucks. No. And you could get no. at least 10 a month. That's 100 me. bucks. Yes. You think random people in St. Louis yes. want me to leave them a voicemail? No, I think shout is it out. a video? You record. It's got to be a video shout. I think out. it's a video. Like, hey, what's up, everybody? It's Chuck Marlowe here. Is it in the Spags voice? Ooh, Ooh. that's a good element. I'd pay for extra, that. extra. I just changed my mind. All right, book me. Lots to get. Actually, Kenny <laughs> Wallace could make money doing this. Is we probably could. 100%. He could. We'll talk racing. Well, Kenny would put enthusiasm behind it. I'm not so sure about the effort. Can you record my GPS in that voice, Chuck? I would do that. Yeah. Redbirds racing, rednecks. You name it. That's next with Kenny.